Today's daf is daf Yudchet, and we begin. We'll go over the mission that we started yesterday. So dalat biyerek. So we're dealing with a particular pumpkin, the actual species of pumpkin. We'll discuss. Uh, it's actually dalat yevanit, but um, it seems to, as we said, it's, it's, it's leaves and 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 branches. If you want to call it, sort of spread widely. We said dalat biyerek kiyerek. If it's a dalat is planted amongst other yerakot, here it's a dalat yechidit, a single one. Then the spacing is like uh, simply six tfachim. However, if it's betvua, if you want to plant it amongst other produce, not nin lo bait rova, you have to leave a full bait rova, which is ten and a half amod, as we've said. If, however, haita sadeho zrua tvua, if you have a field of tvua, of produce, will be keshli ta, and how you want to plant not a single one, but an entire row, betocha shurash el diluim, not nin la vodata. What you do then is you have, you, you give it, just space it once again, six tfachim. Now, it's clear, we have to appreciate here that despite the fact we saw why a single one it was a bait rover, you can see the two highlighted green things in the, in the table, and it, we are more maker when it's a, a shura because it's more discernible in that situation. Once it's more discernible, therefore you need a, a uh, less of a spacing. Okay? However, Yoyossi says, no, not nin la avodota arba amot. You actually have to leave it. I've got two amot written here, but it should be four amot. You have to leave it uh, a spacing of four amot. <clears throat> so it's not as much as, as we say, Beit Rova, but it's more than six tfachim. So Amrullah, the Chachamim said say to, to um, Rabbi Yossi as follows, Hatachmir zomin hagefen. Now, when, when we have a proper uh, kerem, we said that that configuration of, say, three and then two underneath it, then we said that um, it's really two by two and one on the side. Um, but then we said that you have to leave a proper spacing, you have to leave for amot. However, if you have a shura, just five in a row, by a kerem, all you need to leave is six tfachim. So the question is, but one second, you're by a shura diluim, you're being more machmir than by gefanim, by vines. And we know by vineyards, that's generally the laws of kilayim, by vineyards are more machmir. So why are you being more machmir? By the row of pumpkins. So Amar lehem matzinu shazoch chamura min agefen. That that actually you find this dalat seems to be machmir than agefen than a single vine. This a single vine. Why? Shal agefen yechidu. We find for a single vine, all you have to leave is six tfachim. And we've just said it for a for a single pumpkin within tua, you have to leave beit rova. So therefore, don't be surprised if I treat a row of pumpkins more chamur than a row of vines. Okay, that seems to be the uh, the discussion. The Gemara is going to elaborate on that. Rabbi Mera says, Mishum Rabbi Yishmael, kol shlosha diluim, if you have three diluim, these three pumpkins, within a beit then then you can't plant anything in it. Lo latoch beit you can't plant any grain there because they grow so wildly. Rabbi Yossi ben hachatuf, efratim, chatuf, why is he called chatuf? Rabbi Chaim says, because he was Sheikh uh, Chotef Mitzvot. Sorry, Chotef, sorry, Chotef Mitzvot. He used to, like, uh, it sounds like he used to pursue and try and snatch Mitzvot. Anyway, he said in the name of Rabbi Yishmael. So before we had Rabbi Meir Saim and then Rabbi Yishmael, and now we've got Rabbi Yossi Ben, ben Achatuf, uh, Chotef, sorry, uh, that says uh, in the name of Rabbi Yishmael. says, Kol Shloshadolim Lebeit Kur. This is even a bigger space. Of course, it's a much bigger space than a Beit Zerah. If you've got three pumpkins in a Beit Zerah, then you cannot know Loyavi Zerah Latoch Beit Kur. Now, what we'll see later in the Gemara is that they're both saying it in the name of Rabbi Ishmael, but it's different points in history, as, as we'll elaborate later on. So it's not that they had different traditions of what he said. 
not a cholek. It's just that he said two different things two different times. But let's have a look at the Gemara. Now here, this first line of the Gemara, as sometimes we find in Yerushalmi, that first line relates to a different Mishnah. Or let's Mepharshah Mishnah. That's Mepharshah um, Yerushalmi explain. So it says, Now what's this talking about? Let's jump to the second page in Ash. In Ash if you recall, we had yesterday, um, there were, I mentioned to you that this Mishnah of planting pumpkins amongst B'tzalim, there was a machok between Rabbi and Rabbi Akiva. And we've mentioned this last three days, and I've got away with just explaining it like the Rambam. And I said that, yes, the Rush explains it differently, but I said, you know, limited time, let's explain it like the Rambam. It sounds like I cannot get away with doing that because Rabbi Chaim explains this one line like the Rush. So let's go over that Mishnah again according to Shittar Rush. The gist of it is as follows. Rabbi Shmael says, when it says you have to take out two rows and then plant a row, what he's saying is, it's not you plant in that space that was left, but you have to leave a space of two rows. In other words, between our pumpkins and onions, you need to leave eight amot spacing. Now, Rabbi Akiva, his explanation is, is that that's only the case if you have what? If you have two rows of pumpkins, that's when you need to leave the eight amot spacing. However, um, if you only had one row, which is like Rabbi Ishmael said initially, then that's not a problem. You, it, six tfachim is sufficient. Okay? So according to the Rash, the machlok between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Kibra is not like we explained like the Rambam. Let's put that aside for the moment. The machlok it is, when do we need this eight amot space between our pumpkins and our onions? Is it when there's, according to Rabbi Ishmael, even if there's only one row, but Rabbi Akiva says, no, only if there's two rows, only if get significantly enough to space, like two rows, that's when it's like, I guess it's like, like other fields, and therefore you need a significant spacing. So therefore, with that now understanding of the Mishnah, that's what the Gemara means here. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Divri Rabbi Shmael, the Shita Rabbi Shmael is a filu even one row, that's when you need to leave that avodata, the eight amot spacing, whereas I said, Rabbi Akiva says, one row, you don't need to. Six amot would be six tachim, which is, would be sufficient. It's only if you leave two rows. Okay, so that's again, that's what that I know we've explained like the Rambam, but it sounds like uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, Reb Chaim explains that line like the Rush. So that's why I have to bring that explanation. However, let's get back to our Mishnah. Um, let's have a look as follows. Now, if you recall, we said if you have a row of pumpkins, if you have a row of pumpkins in this row, this, this row of produce. According to, let's go back to the, the back to the Mishnah. According to Chachamim, all you need to leave is six Tfachim space. That's sufficient. Whereas Rabbi Yossi, you need to, said you need to leave Daled Amot, four Amot. Now the question is, what's the story? Mauli ten Avodal Rishon. Is that Chumrah? Now these questions that we're proposing at the moment are for Shittah Rabbi Yossi. His Chumrah of leaving four Amot, is that only side by side, meaning to the side of it? Or is it also towards the end of the row, the Rosh? So to read the words of the Gemara, Maulitian Avoda La Rishon. Do you also have to leave four? Is he machmir to leave that you have to leave four amot at the tip of the head of the row, going outwards, or does he or does he agree with the Chachamim that six is sufficient? That's a question of the Gemara, because again, Rabbi Yossi is much more machmir to say when it comes to this single row of pumpkins, you need to leave Dalad Amot. So then we say Kamada Tema Gabe Kerenot Nin Avoda La Rishon Af Hachanot Nin Avoda La Rishon. So again, this is our configuration of a kerem, right? As we said, it's two by two, and a chagot says, I'm one sticking out here. Now, despite the fact this one sticking out is on the side, since that whole thing's defined as a kerem, 
you need to leave Dalad Amot around, even that one sticking out the side, as if it was any of the other ones within the configuration of four. So it says, just like in a Kerem would treat the one on the edge sticking out the side, no different to any other ones within the, uh, within the Kerem. So two, you can understand, according to Rabbi Yossi, that you'd have to leave Dalet Amot sticking out the side as well for the one at the tip. Okay, so it's a derivation because again, it seems to uh, there's a sort of there seems to be correlations or similarities between Kerem and um, and this row of pumpkins. So therefore, if we're Machmir, if you like to say that the Rosh Tor is treated no different, it needs to have four Dalet Amot spacing around it. So to this end of the line, according to Rabbi Yossi, would also need the Dalet Amot. Okay, now we say, What happens according to Rabbi Yossi? Can I, granted, I need to leave Daladamot from the edge of the row, but can I plant in between them? Now, when they're in between, do, can I, tran, can I, it says, I've, I've copied some of the words of Rukhaim on the sheet. Maybe then I can leave a little sixth fucking gap here and just plant in between, which is an interesting question anyway. However, the Gemara says, no. Just like we had in the vineyard here, that Asul once it's defined as a vineyard, you can't start planting in between. So to Afhaka, according to Rebbe Yossi, once you have this Shura and it's defined as a Shura that I need to leave, Dalad Amot on either side, so too it'd be Asul, you shouldn't be able to plant in between these Yechidim, these individual pumpkins. Okay, next. Rebbe Yonabai is as follows. Now, this is a Shela Konishitat. Rabbanan. Now, Rabbanan says, from that shura, how much do I need to leave? That shura, I need to leave six tfachim. The question is, um, So, the question here is, is uh, an interesting one. We have a, now, a, if, if you have what's called a trellised vine, if you have five vines in a row, that's not considered a vineyard normally. It's just a row of vines. We've explained this. It has to be at least that configuration of two by two, and Chayyot says it's enough. If, however, they're against a long fence, then that's different. You have to l'archik daladamot. The question is, a coin chachamim who normally say you need to only leave um, six from this row of pumpkins, do we also have that humor that if it's like trained along by a fence, or I should plant along this fence, does it also give it like a, a, a chumrah that now I need to leave, Dalet Amot, like you'd have like a vine where there's a chumrah once it's against, uh, against a wall. A reader of Chaim inside, just to make it clear. It says, It says, A five gefanim in a row. They treat it like single, single vines. Im samchan, the tzad geder. However, if you place it against the wall, yesh lahem din kerem, then they have the status of a vineyard, and you have to leave dalad amot. V'hainu aris, and that's the concept we're terming as an aris. Mi neima de gamba diluim, do we have to say, do, do we also say by diluim that a more chamul than a normal vegetable? If it's betzad geder, that it's, uh, when if it's next to a fence, dinam kegefen, do we treat it like a gefen now that it needs lachik dalad, dalad amot? That's the question. Then it continues. Uh, so it seems to be left to the question. Then the next question is according to Shittat Rebbe Yossi, according to Rabbi Chaim, says, Mahu bechol dilui misharim olo? Now, uh, the chumra the of uh, our Mishnah seem to only be talking about, if we get the Lashon of the Mishnah, I don't have it actually here, we'll just turn the page back. It says, Dalat beyeret. All we said was Dalat. 
Now, is that any species of pumpkin or is it a more chamur variety? It says, it says as follows, Kol makom shasita kishut upol mitzri kedilat yevanit, any time we treat all the other more wild vegetables along with dalat, that was kishut, we said cucumbers and this are pol mitzri with this Egyptian bean. Then we can term, we can define the dalat more broadly. Even Egyptian pumpkin would be like that of a, a Greek one. However, the Khan in our Mishnah, we didn't talk about pol mitzri, we didn't mention kishut. Therefore, Vakan Shaloasita Kishoto Pol Mitzri Kedalat. Therefore, Enatao Sedalat Mitzri Kedalat Yavanit. Therefore, our Mishnah must only be talking about this most wild type of pumpkin, which is the Kedalat Yavanit, this Greek pumpkin. Okay. Now, if we go back to the Mishnah, uh, the, here, I'll just bring it down here. It says, in the Mishnah, it said that from a row of pumpkins, what do we say? According to Chachamim, all you need to leave is six Tvachim. And according to Rabbi Yossi, you need to leave four Amot. Right? You have to have a proper space. And the Chachamim said to him, one second, how you, aren't you being more machmir than a, um, aren't you being more machmir than a, a, a row of, a row of, uh, a row of vines? That's only six Tvachim. And then the, and the comeback to Rabbi Yossi said, is about one second. As individual pumpkin is much more chamur than a geffen, a, a, a single vine. And we said this a single vine only need only you only need to leave six. But a pumpkin, as we've seen, you need to leave. What was a shear? Let's go back. The shear was a full uh, bait rover. So don't so pumpkins are more a single pumpkin is more hammer. Don't bring me a kasha from vines. Okay. So the Gemara now asks for one second. Hare, it says, Hare Hamekayem Kalachim Lachim Lazera Yichidim uh, as follows. In other words, the, what the Gemara is saying is, is that you could have, the response could have been, we see that if someone's Mekayim, if he keeps his stalks for Zerah, meaning not for the food, but for the seed, then it is treated Muhammad. Then you need to leave a bait rover, or you need to leave a, put a machitza around it, put a wall around it. Now, the point here, you can probably take our Kahul Bashura. Um, the, uh, the point is here, is that the Chachamim's comeback could have been that a yachid, an individual vegetable, is always more machmir. So don't think that the case of a pumpkin's more machmir than a geffen, but an individual vegetable, if it's being kept for, for seed, is always more machmir than a sayashura. So therefore we say, min the fact that the Chachamim didn't respond to, to, in that way, have can, it must be Rabbi Yossi Savar, Shura It must be that Rabbi Yossi himself holds that if you're Makayim Lazera, important you're keeping this, uh, this vegetable in for the seeds, then what? Then it makes no difference if it's a Shura or it's an individual one. This is the Chumra here. It always needs a bait rubber. So, so, so once again, Yerakot is. No, Yerakot, we've got a different dinim, whether it's a single one or it's a full one or the pumpkins as well. However, but by, um, but if it's, if it's a vegetable, it's Mekayim Lazera, it must be Rabbi Yossi says it makes no difference. It's so chamur, if it's Mekayim Lazera, you need to leave, uh, whether it's a, a individual one, like this um, writer seemed to say, and, or if it's a whole, even if it's all shura, then you have to leave this bait rover. In other words, that's also an exceptional case. Don't try and bring a response to me from that exceptional case. So Why the Gemara, they- Sorry? Why is that more chamor if you're keeping it for the seed? 
I think because I think we've seen we, we've seen previously we saw in a, in a Mishnah that if you're Makaim Lazera, then do, I, th- I think we saw it. Did we see it together? Or maybe I'm just managing it. Um, I think we saw it together. That sometimes if you Makaim Lazera, yeah, we did see it previously. Um, that if you Makaim Lazera, it's treated like um, yeah, Zraim. It's treated like grain, and and the spacing is different. We saw mm-hmm. it. Like we and remember, we talked about certain products that the question was. It was the beginning of the parak, wasn't it? Um, no, it wasn't the parak. It was a little parak. Let's see if I can find it for you. Here, it was halacha bet, um, which is on yours. Is daf is daf tevav, I think. It says kol means raim inzarin baruga. You means raim or molchamor. You cannot you cannot plant it in a patch. Minyarakot you can plant it in a patch. We said chadal funi vashufin. We said chadal despite the fact uh, we said that and these beans they're treated like zeronim. And however, nafunim is not, and we were differentiating that once it's lazera, sometimes it changes its status and it's treated more chamor. Again, I'm not exactly sure why. Okay, but there's that's a mission that's previously. Now, the question is if you make lazera, okay, we've said if you make lazera, then it's treated more chamor, you've got to leave a bait rover. And a contrabiosi would make it not, not, sounds like it would make a difference if it's a row an individual. The question is, is that make it a filumin bimino? Well, the question now, there's lots of ways of explaining this gemara, but again, I'll explain that Rabbi Chaim. He says, or the first explanation, he brings a nice explanation which we won't have time for. He says, um, the question is, if you came some of it lazera, does that make it a different min to the other ones that you came liyerek? So would I need to separate now between the same product, the same biological product, but if some of came lazera and some of them came liyerek, for the, for the fruit of it, does that now make them two different minim and now I have to leave a proper separation? It's the thick line. That's the question. So the Gemara says, Hey, Tiv Rav Bun. It seems to be, Barachia, it says, Kamei Rebizira, Batanin, we've learned that Kuspar, Kuspar is coriander, Shazara Lazera, Yarka Patur. What this means is, uh, I, I, have to, I have to read Reb Chaim because it seems to be like a little bit uh, missing here. I'll explain. Reb Chaim says as follows. It says, in other words, kuspar shazara If you've got coriander and you you're planting it for the seeds, then the vegetable is patur from trumasamasra mimaiser. Why? Because in that context, the zera, the seed, is the ikar. The safer, but the end of that, the safer dahimatnitin. The end of that mishnah says as follows: the im yerek. If you planted it for vegetables, mitaseret zera yerek. Then both the zera, the seed, and the yerek are treated separately. The yerek, yerek must be the leaves or something, or the, or the vegetable, right? Um, then they're treated separately. She'ein has zera batel, because that situation, the zera is not batel, because it's significant. Mashma what? Mashma masimin has zera ala zera, ulmin yerek ala yerek. That means I have to separate the seed and separate the, the leafy part, the, the, the vegetable part, and I would too have to separate trumas and masrot separately. Meaning what? That they are two separate minim. Umishum the tray minim havul. So therefore, here it must mean if they're two different minim, they might be then considered kilaim if you're going to plant them in that in, in our in our context. However, the Gemara says, but by the way, he puts in square brackets here. Mikomakomi vizara larak lazera lo. If you're planting just for the seed, lo amrenanshi atzmati a kilaim kilaim la. It wouldn't be kilaim with it. Dehainu has zera by yerek, even the ikaro yerek. In other words, if it's planted for zera, zera for the seed, then the green part, the yerek part, is just patel. However, it seems to be by kuspar coriander. It seems to be that if you're growing for the yerek, we treat the yerek and the zera separately. So therefore, maybe they act two different meaning. 
Therefore, they'd be kilaim zevazeh. So the Gemara says, no. He says, when it comes to kuspar, don't, again, you're bringing an edge case as a proof. Don't do that. Meaning that edge case, that, that's different because by kuspar, people would eat the zera as well as the yerek. So meaning what? Let's let's yerek. That's why even if you keep growing this kuspar for the yerek as well, that's why you'd still have to Take trumas and from the zera. The chashiv kol chad min latzma, and therefore they're considered different minim. Aval shari yarakot. When it comes to other vegetables, sheim mekayimim leyarak ein hazera nechal. The other vegetables that, you, that if you mekayim for one, you wouldn't mekayim, you wouldn't have the other. The uh, meaning the zera is just battle. It's not you don't eat the zera. He says agaviyarek efshar the chashiv min echad. Then maybe it's considered a min echad. So in other words, we haven't resolved our question that if you're mekayim this the the case of this, this kalach in these talks, some lazera, some liyerek, it's not clear. We can't bring a proof in the case of kuspar whether they consider kilam in unit appropriate separation. Okay. There are other explanations, but let's, uh, let's continue. Rabbi Yossi ben Chatov. Now, now it says as follows. Am Rabbi Yossi ben, ben Bon. Bavare ma ben tchilat Rabbi Shmalo Sofo. She tchilato, he says, beit kur. Or besofo, he says, beit seah. Now, um, it's actually interesting. Uh, the the, um, the Rebbe Chaim switches the other way around. He says, not Rebbe Chaim, sorry, the graph. He says, it has to be in the beginning, he said, Beit Seah, and the end, he says, Beit Kur. What are we saying? It says, already Rebbe Chaim, he says, Tchilat Yamav Rabbi Yishmael. He used to learn it, Rebbe Meir. So when Rebbe Meir said in the name of, of Rebbe Yishmael, which was, um, which was the first shita, in the beginning of his learning, in the, early on in his life, he, would, he said it was only Beit Seah, a smaller amount that would be a... That would be, that if you have three diluim and a beit seah, then you can't bring any zera. However, the sofiyomav he learned with the Rabbi and by the end of his days, he actually says no. Even if you've got three, there's diluim in an even bigger area. He would be, end up he end up being more machmir if you like as he got older. Um, the, or later on, he, he, was, he changed his position that um, that even the biggest space you wouldn't be able to have zera like zera in that area. Okay, with that we say hadran alach haruga, hadran alach haruga, hadran alach haruga. Here we have the next mishnah. Let's go. Um, no, no. Let's get to here. Now, these pictures, uh, just uh, for the sake of time, I actually, these are pictures I, I drew up uh, a number of years ago from Mish, Mishniomet. That's straight from the Mishniomet website. But let's continue. Karachat HaKerem. If you've got a Karachat HaKerem, I'm going to explain what that is. It sounds like a bald patch within a field. If, if as long as you have a space of 24 amot in the middle, middle 24 by 24, then what you can do, you can you can start planting another min, like grain, if you like. Or Ben Hillel says it has to be shisha asar. We'll explain the pictures in a minute. It actually, the space has to be 16 amot. Mechol hakeren, but if this concept of mechol hakeren, we have to explain what that is in a moment. The space would have to be 16 amot before you can plant another seed. Or Ben Hillel says 12. And Ben says 12. So the Mishnah asks, what's his karachat kerem? So the Mishnah explains, that's a kerem shachav me'em This is a kerem that's a, the middle of it has been cleared away. It's been destroyed somewhat. So for example, either the vines have been pulled out of the ground for whatever reason, or they've dried out and then removed. We say, and then the Mishnah says that if im ein sham if you don't have 16 amot space, why then we say lo yavi zera lesham, you cannot plant any other grain there. If you have 16 amah, then not nin la avodata. Then what happens is you leave that avodata kerem. That's that again, we're, pointing, we're talking about 
vineyards now, finally talking about Hamkila Kerem. And from a vineyard, you have to leave four Amot space before you can plant anything. So you leave four Amot on either side. And then not Nila, so not Nila Vota, Motara, and then the remaining, as a minimum for, for Beit Hillel, the remaining eight Amot you can plant in there. Now you might think that once that even if it's less than that, as long as you leave eight four amot on each side, there's much, as long as it's left with something, why can't you plant anything there? Now the reason why that's a problem, Reb Chaim explains, is because as soon as you do that, it will be batel, meaning if there's not enough significant space in the middle, it is considered this empty full patch, if you like, is considered batel to the kerem, and it's considered part of the kerem. So even if you've left avodata kerem, it is if you're planting within a vineyard, which is no good. Now, the question is, what is considered a substantial space in the middle? So according to Beit Hillel, a, an area that's chashuv bifneat, most significant area, is, considered, is four amot. So why does he need eight? That is because we have a vine on vineyard on either side. So as long as you, you must have a space, the Gemara, he quotes the Gemara Neruven that explains this, that is, you must have a space that can be divided into half of which is facing one side of the vineyard, half is facing the other, and, and each of them would be a significant space, which is, for, according to Beit Hillel, for Amot. So therefore, if you have eight Amot plantable area in this Karachata Kerem, then it would not be considered Batel. That's why, because you have to leave four Amot on each side. So four Amot on each side, plus the eight Amot in the middle, that's why Beit Hillel requires a minimum of 16 Amot there. Beit Chama, however, says, says that a a significant area is not four amot, it's considered eight amot. That's why it's eight plus eight, because eight for each side, facing each side of the kerem on either side of it, that's why you get 16, plus a four amot spacing. So plus another eight, that's how Beit Shammai gets to 24 as a minimum karachata kerem. Then it says, what's this, what's this mechol, this uh, expression mechol kerem, where Beit, um, Beit Hillel says all you need is um, 12 amot, that's bin kerem legader. That's between the, vin, the vine, it's the vineyard itself, and a wall. So at the edge of the vineyard. Im sham if you don't have 12 amot, then lo then you cannot plant any, uh, any grain there. Um, so therefore, what you need then is the four amot avodata kerem next to the kerem. You need the four amot next to the wall, which will be planted. And then according to Beit Hillel, you have, you at least need a makom chashuv, therefore it's not, so that it's not battle to the keren. That makom chashuv is, has to be four amot according to Beit Shammai, it's Beit Hillel, that's how you get to 12. And according to Beit Shammai, you need eight for makom chashuv, that's how you get to 16. The, uh, however, the Gemara continues, Rabbi Hudomer, einze ela gedera keren. The case you've described is that's what's called Gedera Kerem. Now, what's the point of Gedera Kerem? I read your Chaim. It says, Ben Geder Le Kerem, that is called Gedera Kerem. Yes, you have to leave four Amot from the Kerem. And as well, you've got, you have to, we would presumably need to leave four Amot next to the wall. And then you can just plant whatever you like for the remainder. Only if you have a remaining Tefach. According to um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he maintains that the presence of the fence there is not is not like having a kerem on either side of this space in between. So the presence of the fence would not make uh, whatever's planted, even if it's less than four amot, battle to the kerem.
What then is a machola kerem? That is what is what called bein shdei kramim, between two existing vineyards, and the Gemara will explain that case. Okay, let's continue. One second. That's bein shnei kramim, and we're going to discuss that when we get to the Gemara. Let's continue. What's a geder? How much is a fence? That is shu gavoa asrat fachim. So the din of a geder or a, a partition, as we've seen every, many other places in Shas, that it's ten fachim high, or if it's a charitz, it's supposed to be not just ten fachim deep, but four wide. Let's continue. He said charitz and not guma. He says charitz and not guma. No, because charitz, guma is just a hole. Charitz no, but it doesn't say anything about the depth of the guma. I asked that already in, the, in, in one of the previous shiurim. No, this it's is still, different. This is different. I know. I know. This is a whole, whole telem. Yeah, no, but this, this is because you're using the charitz as a mechitza. Okay? Another thing of a guma was something else. Like guma, by the way, guma previously was probably about a tepach deep, I think we discussed. Um, but uh, I might be wrong, but I think it was previously it was a tepach deep. Here, a charitz were trying to use it as a proper partition. That's a different din altogether. Okay? And the, the guma was something, an enclosed area where you're planting many things in it. That was, or, or, or sorry, on one on either side of the guma and one in the middle. Um, those are two explanations there. Okay, let's continue. Karachat HaKerem, Am Rabbi Yochanan. Karachat HaKerem Huch Kerev Shecharat. We'll see in the later Mishnah, there's also an expression of a Kerem that's destroyed. Um, so isn't that the same thing? Karachat HaKerem, Kerem, Kerem Shecharat. So the Gemara says, Karachat HaKerem Makrechim Oto Memtza'o. Karachat HaKerem is an expression where it's been, where it's been uh, removed, some of the vines have been destroyed or removed from the middle. And Kerem Shecharat is Makrechim Oto Memtza'o, and that's sort of been... Um, uh, removed or cleaned away from the sides. Okay. So here, here we'll end the shear. And he's saying the whole din of Karachata Kerem is only if it comes from a Kerem Gadol that you have on the sides of it, around of it, a Din Kerem. So I've put, put, put another row at the bottom here, meaning that you have a However, if it's just if it's destroyed in the middle and you only got a single rose around the outside, then the din would be different. Okay. So, um, it's not really closing it in. Right. And then uh, they considered like simple individual vines. And then all you have to do is live six tfachim. And then you can just plant what you like. Okay. <laughs> So therefore, Karachat HaKerem is only if it's still surrounded by vines that they themselves have a din of a Kerem. Okay? Beseder. All right. I will get back to you on Machol HaKerem. And Mr. Shemeh, we'll see it in the Gemara ourselves when we get to it. All right? Well, very much. Thank you. Uh,